At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hey, Eric. It's me, Saul, calling you back. I feel like I didn't record enough greetings for the Patreon, so here we go. I'll record a few here. Hi, folks. This is Saul Krishnoff, better known as Blind Saul, and you're listening to Eric Zane Show Patreon Podcast. Can't get enough of Eric Zane? Well, here's the Patreon Podcast. This is Blind Saul. Thanks for listening. I mean, yeah. Hi, folks. This is Blind Saul, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show Patreon Podcast. But, yeah. Congratulations, you've gotten behind the paywall. This is the Eric Zane Show Podcast. And then, yeah. Howdy, folks. This is Saul Grisham, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show Patreon Bonus Podcast. I mean, yeah. Want even more shenanigans that you didn't get on the free podcast? Well, you've come to the right place. This is Blind Saul, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show Patreon Podcast. Hope these work. Bye. But yeah, so, and then, yeah. Hi, Eric. It's me, Saul. And, uh, I'm recording more greetings for you. I mean, Hi, folks. yeah. This is Saul Krishnoff, better known as Blind Saul, and you're listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. Hi, folks. This is Blind Saul, and you're listening to Mr. Ten, Eric Zane, on the Eric Zane Show podcast. Good morning, Ryan Saul here. This is the Eric Zane Show podcast, where he talks about news, nonsense, and life's adventures. Congratulations, you've made it behind the paywall. This is the Eric Zane Show Patreon podcast. Hi, folks. This is Blind Saul, and you're listening to Are You Smarter Than a Former Drug Dealer yeah. Trivia with my friend, Throat Slash Dale. Good luck. Bye. Do you just look out the window the whole time? Yeah, I guess. If you do it right, it takes all day. But what do you actually look at? Um, that guy and whatever that thing is and the lady. And that's entertaining? Um, no, but also yes. Yes, hello, Sean Gotti with you once again from Raleigh, North Carolina. And you know what? 
there's a million other things I'd rather be doing right now. But here I am, listening to the Eric Zane Show podcast. So without further ado, here he is, the one, the only, thank God, Eric Zane. That's Sean's band playing in the background. Pretty good, pretty good. Welcome into the Eric Zinchel Podcast, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and as... Uh, that sounded terrible. News, nonsense, and as Saul says, life's adventures. Not bad. Uh, featured Saul's voice handiwork on the Patreon yesterday. I figured I'd drop it in here, too. Because it's it's just so fun. I mean, hey, Eric, I figured I'd drop in some voice work for you. Hey, Eric. I, yeah, he doesn't sound like, hey, Eric. But I, that's kind of like my interpretation of it. Hi, Eric. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That sounded like Ben there. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, Eric. Hi. Hi, Eric. Hi. The one and only Saul. Um, this show happens each and every weekday from the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio smack dab in the middle of Hudsonville, Michigan. Me, oh my. Holy moly. Um, so it dawned on me yesterday when I was in this room that wh- why are my eyes burning and why does it smell like some type of chemical substance? And then it dawned on me, it was bleach. And, um, you know, this room is, it's like a sieve. If it's, um, over 60 degrees outside, it's hot as hell. If it's under 60 degrees, it's cold as shit. And apparently, if you're scrubbing the floor downstairs, the fumes fill this room. What? Yeah, that's actually a thing, apparently, because it dawned on me in the middle of the day. I'm like, why why are my eyes burning? And the room is filled with fucking fumes. So that ended. Uh, I come in here today. And it's the same thing. They're still here. It's so the heat will get in and stay in and won't leave. The cold will come in and stay in and not leave. And toxic fumes will apparently enter this room, stay here, and not leave. So uh, this show right now, the window is open. And that's not a good thing because the hallelujahs are getting ready to start the day. And that that's my sweet neighbor's who hear me swear all the time where there was a blasphemous moment, probably the most blasphemous moment they have ever heard in their life that took place. So they, they, and I'll tell you about that in a second. I've told this story before and I don't know what came over me because, you know, frankly, I love baby Jesus and uh, I believe in God and heaven and Jesus and sin and forgiveness and good and bad and evil. I believe in all those things. It makes me upset 
when people don't. Like the other day on the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, Ben was saying, uh, we don't have souls. Souls, you know, which, you know, it's like, come on, man, you're killing me here. But the hallelujahs, you know, are just so much better than I am. They're very consistent. I'm not. There was one moment years ago. We've lived here for many years. Uh, I was uh, helping my son. I remember I was in the passenger front seat of his car. And he was standing off to the side. And I don't know what the hell we were doing. We were rummaging through the um, through the glove box. And our pal Jeff, who works over at Striders, had given Jim a gift. And it was uh, some religious book by some religious author. <laughs> and this is, this is terrible, okay? So try not to be too offended by this. This is the uh, paradox of Eric Zane, who on TV will talk that he heard a voice telling him to give away his kidney. And then in other moments, but which happened before, this other moment it happened way in the past. I probably wouldn't say this now. In fact, I know I wouldn't say this now. I'm very moldable. I'm like clay. I think that's that I think there's something in the Bible about clay. I, I'm the clay. I have no idea if it's in the Bible or not. I just said that. It sounded good. So I'm rummaging through his uh No, I, I know what it was. I was like he was very young. Jim was probably a young driver, 17, 18. I go, Yeah, you gotta keep this in your glove box. This is right after uh he started being a dad. And uh so I'm putting the registration and the insurance in there. And there's this book that uh, our pal Jeff from Striders gave him, religious book. And I go, here, get this Jesus shit out of here. Now, that's the quote. I'm not saying that now. So, God, don't strike me down. <laughs> and I give him the book. And then in the driveway, is, and, and you know what? It just dawned on me. I'm saying that with the window open. They're probably outside. I'm probably reliving the moment right now. Uh, my neighbor was right there in the driveway and uh, him and his wife or the kids and they both turn and look at me and like oh no those are words that should not ever be together jesus and shit and there i am dropping it in my driveway oh (coughs) excuse me oh my god this sweet sweet man is a principal of a christian school seems like everywhere i've lived I've lived next to principals of Christian schools because when I lived in Jenison, my neighbor across the street, oops, hang on. I got to bang the Zenith. It's going to get loud. I didn't, I didn't even kick it. It just does it. (laughs) When I lived in Jenison, my neighbor across the street was, uh, principal of a Christian school, world famous covenant Christian, which, um, I still have a hoodie. One of the kids came over and left it or something like that. And so suddenly I'm wearing it and he's like, where'd you get that? Oh, 
And yeah, I could tell he didn't want me to wear the damn thing. He was afraid that I was going to get like struck down. So when I'm wearing a covenant Christian hoodie, he's like, oh God, please. Who, uh, there was another story. Oh, I forget who it was. No, it was, it it was associated with Jeff from Striders who I was supposed to like MC a race at covenant Christian. And my name, my neighbor Rick was like, yeah, I don't, I don't want him. I don't want him there. And I, I, I'm like, Rick, what are you talking about? I, I, I love the guy. I go, I love you. He goes, ah, you and I don't line up, Eric. We're not, we're not the same. And I'm ah, you're judging me. You're killing me. Come on now. I, uh, I'm the one, I'm, I'm the moldable one. I'm the clay thing that might be in the Bible. I don't know if it is or not. You know, um, uh, no, 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 no. Well, that's BS. Moved to this, uh, this amazing house in Hudsonville and the house next to me sells. And then, uh, my neighbor moves in. Same thing. Runs a Christian school. These poor people. It's like God is saying, maybe if we surround him with uh, people close to the cloth, maybe something will rub off on him. Perhaps he will see the light. So the moment when I'm in the uh, glove box of my son's car and I'm referring to a religious book, has here get the throw this jesus shit away was my actual quote i swear to god i actually it it pains me to say that now it really does i don't like that i said that but fuck is that funny ah it's all right jesus loves me he forgives me when i ask him for forgiveness when i go to see the priest and ask for forgiveness, which I know is very foreign to a lot of you. I'll tell you this. I may struggle, but there is no one who owns it more than me. Okay? Now, after I'm forgiven by my priest, uh, Jesus Powers, I then will probably drop an MF in the parking lot. So it's kind of like I should just live there. I should have a house in the parking lot so that I can just make trips back and forth. You know, that's why they have confession so close to the first weekend mass, the Saturday vigil, so that you can uh, do it, the confession, and then immediately go to mass and take communion before you screw it up again. But the long and the short of it is, the interesting thing is that every single member of the parish should spend time in the in the in the confessional before mass because we're all just disasters. We all do this. There is none of us have the ability to live sin free. Well, some of some of us maybe like my neighbors. You know, I think that they are pretty much uh really on the a team i mean they are um you remember like in the olympics for basketball when they allowed the pros to play and they uh 
They took all the great players for the first time, Hakeem and Jordan and Bird and Magic, not Isaiah, of course. Uh, That's what my neighbor is. He is on that team, along with my neighbor from the last residence. I'm like, you know, the water boy, barely. I'm barely on the practice squad, but that's okay in my mind. Welcome in to this show. I'm so glad you are here. Uh, I got went on that because my eyes, uh, the, the window is open and it reminded me the ADHD is strong today. The eyes are not burning because the air is being uh, recycled and, and shut out and, and new air coming in. So that is awesome. The resurrection of the NFK's feet is on my mind. And I am, you know, uh, there's a lot of things to be proud of. We all have things that we are very, very proud of. But one thing that, um, by the grace of God, God has given me, it's a very religious show today, the ability to um, just basically say, you know what? Someone needs to take care of my brother-in-law, and I am just the one to do it. It's absolutely perfect. You're here all the time. You go and you help him uh, with his hygiene. And so that I'm... Uh, you may you can call me whatever you want, uh, uh, blas- blasphemous, idiot, yeah. But uh, this man is in good health now, or as good a health as he possibly can be. And uh, I revealed to you that it dawned on me that he reason why he went so long without taking showers, um, it wasn't because he didn't like taking showers. It's because he is ashamed and cannot take showers his body won't let him do that he's he's broken he needs help so okay and then you remember i talked to you about how um we went to the foot doctor and they go all right your feet are a disaster i described them as looking like a fish like he held a hand grenade uh with his feet and it blew up and um horrible uh foot doc says okay you got to wash your feet and you got to put this medicine on well that's not going to happen Upon me starting to bathe him after the surgery, which he's totally uh, recovered now, um, he obviously I still have to do this. And he actually, this is the way it has to be. So gets out of the shower. And here's the thing. Um, when it comes to the washing of the ass of the asshole, not only do I take the loofah and jam it between his crack and go underneath. But when it comes to rinsing, I will take one hand and open his ass crack wide. Okay. And just because the guy get the soap out of there. This has to be done. This is how you care for a person who cannot care for themselves. This is the, this is the lunch pail mentality when it comes to care. No bullshit. We're washing that asshole. I'm, I if I needed to eat your ass, it would be okay right now. All right, uh, get him out of there. Dry him off. Um, even the even the drying. I even go around the nuts and and in between all the uh, fun spots where the skin touches. You got to make sure it's dry. Belly button. You name it. I do it all. And then it's the feet, man. His feet. I am so proud of his feet. They have been resurrected, and I've been putting this medicine on them and trimming his nails. And you, it's the supplest little 
uh, club feet you will ever see. Now, he's a ward, and all wards have horrible-looking feet. I've admitted this recently on the show that I'm into feet, but not their feet because the wards have the worst feet I've ever seen in my life. They're about this long. They're, each foot is about three inches, okay? And there's no arch. It looks like, um, you know, if you were to make a, a, a Lego person and make feet, um, the Lego feet would have more um, resemblance to an actual anatomical human foot than their feet. And they're just the ugliest feet you'll ever see. But this one is healthy. His feet are actually healthier than his sister's. And I said to her, uh, I go, hey, when uh, the NFK starts walking around here with the socks off in the summertime, um, you will be amazed at what they look like now. We are in an amazing spot for foot health. And um, it's it's gotten to be um, so good now that I think that the finishing touches um, need to be like a petty. We need to take them to the place in town here where they uh, get the final bit of, of, uh, of skin callus off and just make them as pretty as an arthritic foot can be. Now, you need to know that this is serious shit because before I started caring for the foot and putting his foot medicine on and the, and the lotions and trimming his nails and shit like that, the heel of the foot was so uh, distorted with callus that is a little gross. He had the skin had like split. Okay. It had, uh, and was, uh, like a wound. It was an actual wound. And that's no joke, man. If that fucking thing gets infected, you could get, he could get sepsis with no carrot. Cause it wasn't like being treated in any way. I was like, Holy shit. You got a split here in your heel. I mean, it was like a, like a, like he, someone took a meat cleaver on his heel and would, you know, and, uh, I was like, motherfucker. I go, Kevin, we got to take care of this thing here. So, um, now man, it is clean as a whistle, healthy as can be. Yes. They're all curled up like, uh, the, the gnarly ass ward, uh, foot always looks, but we're getting there and I'm proud of that. I am proud of that. I, I take, uh, I take real pride. To pride of that pride, Danny, in uh, in this man's health, and it's 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 like a a big kind of like uh, robust feeling of okay, I'm gonna do this now. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take care of you. Uh, so and um, now we're starting. Okay, next week we visit the doc for the last uh, trip, and he's getting an X-ray. Take uh, and this is the surgeon. This is the big one. Uh, as we are over two months since the rebuilding of the neck. But, man, he doesn't even really need an ice pack anymore. So things are looking up. This is great, great news. And, again, like I described to you, when I'm putting the medicine on his foot, he's like, I, I, fuck shit, fucking I can feel that. I'm like, you because he could not feel it. And imagine your foot, there's no sensation in your feet or your legs up to your knee. That's why he walks like a penguin. And Frankenstein had a baby. All right. So that's good news. There's a lot of good news today. A uh, little victory yesterday at the YMCA. 
uh, one of my pla- uh, favorite places, one of my happy places to be is the YMCA, which, boy, we have an entirely new population of people there. It's like the pandemic. Um, it's like we had a, a, a certain group that went there, and then they two years later, it's a totally new group. Other than Team Knuckle Dragger, um, it's an entirely new group of people. And I ran into a guy that I've known forever last week, and um, I used to swim with him. Uh, used to do like triathlons with them. Um, you know, we'd get in the pool at the same time. We'd train and, um, really, really nice guy. So nice. And I did so much with him that I could not remember his fucking name. Of course. And so, uh, last week I'm talking to him and I'm not hearing a word he says. Because he walks up to me, he says, hey, Eric. And I go, hey, uh, what's up, man? Hey, 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 dude. <laughs> hey, what's up, guy? Oh, chief. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. Cool, dude. Right on, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah? Cool, man. Yeah. Uh, wow, really? Your wife is? Oh, okay. Kid, kid's good? Oh, that's awesome. Oh, I'm like, this is all the while I'm panicking. See you later, Eric. Yeah, man, later. Good to see you. I'll see you later. And then, like, I'm talking to other people in the gym that I know, and I'm like, hey, that guy over there, do you know his name? Uh, no, no, I... And I'm like, oh, fuck. So then I am not kidding you. I went through every letter in the alphabet and I went A, Aaron, Al, Alec, you know, B, Bob, Brett, and, and seeing if something feels right, you know? And I went all the way through and then I did it again. It took me several minutes and I'm like hating my life. I don't know. Seriously, that this has followed me everywhere, and it's so frustrating. It always is such a good feeling when I do remember someone's name. But in this case, it's gone. Yesterday, around the corner, there he is. I'm like, oh, my God, it's going to happen again. And uh, it did. Same scenario. Later on, it dawns on me that what I'm what my plan is, because I know he was in like a Facebook group for swimmers. And my plan was to ask him, what is that Facebook group for swimmers you're in? And then he's going to say, why? I say, oh, you know, just see if I can see the old faces. Just make up any story. And then my plan is, I'm then going to go to it and if, and cause this guy's a friend of mine on Facebook, you'd think I'd just do that, but I don't even know where to fucking begin. And if I see his face, Hey, he follows it too. Then I'll figure out who it is. But what, when I walk up to him to start that conversation, a light goes off, Matt. And so I ask the question about the group. I go, Hey, 
Matt. <laughs> it just it was remarkable. It actually somehow just came to me. It's like my mind has a mind of its own, and it just likes to screw with me. It's like, okay, let's let him off the hook. Let's tell him. <laughs> so I go, hey, Matt. Uh, oh, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I like I'm having a conversation with my brain. Oh, you told me. And he's like, what, huh? And I'm like, yeah, there's a, a Facebook group uh, swimming uh, over at Jenison. He goes, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they're not really a group. And he like starts to go into detail. And I don't care anymore because I now have his name. So I'm like, Matt, Matt, Matt. I'm like, I'm saying it now. I'm, I'm overcompensating. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Matt. Oh, wow, Matt. Oh, no kidding, Matt. Matt, that's cool, Matt. And, you know, and he's probably thinking I'm crazy. My God. If he's watching there, listening to this or watching this, which I doubt. I mean, who is? Uh, fuck. I am the worst. It is so bad. Oh. I just cannot get out of my own way when it comes to this. All right. Yesterday... Good news at the mailbox. A $2,000 check from Gretchen Whitmer. Thank you. Thank you very much. I think I'm still owed 400 bucks. Uh, maybe that'll come. I don't know. I guess it depends because the motorhome is insured. I should get that money back. But as you know, uh, the state has billions of dollars left over from some fund. And in an effort to get reelected, the governor is brilliantly giving all of us $400 per vehicle. Now, those who are, you know, some people might, uh, well, uh, help the Republicans that are enjoying this show are like, well, that's exactly what she did. And the Democrats are like, well, you don't know that. Well, yes, I do. Come on now. It's obvious. That's exactly what the plan is. And that is a great plan. That is an exceptional plan. Give, pay me money. So... I am here to once again double down that we must all vote for Gretchen Whitmer because she's giving you all money. In addition, who cares about everything else? At this point of the game, it doesn't matter. Now, if you have received your money um, and you are not voting for her, you need to give it to me or someone who is a Democrat. Uh, you are not allowed to spend that money. That is a little-known law that has been enacted about this refund. You are not entitled to it. You must bend the knee to Gretchen Whitmer. And I have. Uh, she has successfully bought off me um, with... The, well, I was going to vote for her anyway. So, now... That could change. And there's some, there's particular ways I have details about how that could change. Um, if any one of the candidates that are running against her 
gives me personally the same amount of money plus $1 more, I will officially then endorse you on this show. Uh, Everybody has a price. That is uh, the nice tangible one that I am setting for my support. So if you buy me off, I will then throw my support to you. And that includes Donna Let's Go Brandenburg. I will then become a Republican if she buys me off. And you you might say, Eric Zane, that is very shallow of you. Yes, it is. Absolutely. So that's where I stand. It is purely dollars and cents. Congratulations to Governor Whitmer for buying all of those votes. And also for all of you Republicans who are not going to support her, you must give your money back. Uh to me or anyone else that supports governor whitmer going forward so you will have the money but you have to sign the check over uh jim gets 400 bucks for his car that he's been paying insurance on jackie gets 400 for her car that she's been paying on i get the rest madison gets none she does not pay for the insurance as a student i take care of that so does diana so we will spend that money on whatever we see fit Probably Madison's education. What are you doing with your money? All right. So Donna, let's go Brandenburg. You too can get the support of the Eric Zane Show podcast with $2,001 or possibly $2,401. Keep you updated. All right. This show each and every day happens on Twitch. Uh, starting live at 8 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Hit the follow button. Subscribe where it says sign up for free with Twitch Prime. Once you log into your Amazon account, um, it'll say link in the upper right-hand corner. You just, I don't know. You got to, it's, it's a little not user-friendly. But if you figure it out, that's uh, very good if you want to subscribe to the show. So it's follow and subscribe. I understand that bits went away. That's the rumor. Um, I talked to Andy from Team Knuckle Dragger. He said, hey, they refunded me all the money I spent on bits. Bits are that type of uh, online currency in Twitch, which I, I don't know. I guess you use it. And if someone makes you happy when you're watching a Twitch show, you can throw bits at them. I never really got behind it. If you did it, you did it. Thanks. But. I think that went away. At least Andy said so. He said he got a note saying, hey, man, it said uh, a bit, the bit program is out. Here's your money back. Okay. No big deal. Uh, Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They also sponsor Facebook, facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. Uh, follow me on all of my social media. Twitter at Eric Zane Show brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then, of course, YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. Um, hit the bell notification. And that is brought to you by Frank the Tank Fuss, my policy shop insurance. All right. So the weather is uh, stupid. Yesterday, it was like 65 degrees. And then the wind picked up which means cold front, and it's going to be horrible for the next several days. Not nearly as bad as in 
like the uh, southern portions of the United States were last yesterday. And uh, again, today, there's like all sorts of like tornadoes blowing through. I saw one video of a car. Um, a tornado was on the ground and it blew the car over on its side and then again blew it. So it's completely upside down, wheels in the air, and then onto its other side and then uh, back onto its wheels. And then the guy took off driving. Incredible. All right. <clears throat> Dear Meathead tomorrow with dad. Um, that was just fantastic at his place for the live version of Dear Meathead. Very, very fun. Enjoyed that very much. Uh, if you have a question for dad on Dear Meathead, please send it along on the Shoreliner Striping inbox. Eric at EricZaneShow.com. If you'd like to make $20 an hour from now till when the snow flies, whenever that happens in several months, if you'd like to make $20 an hour and work on your schedule, you need to reach out to Shoreliner Striping. My pal Tim Mayer, who's retiring uh, in early April as a ref from the American Hockey League, uh, wants to hire some seasonal employees. So what you do is you go to shorelinerstriping.com and uh, there's a phone number there. Reach out to them and they will basically hire you. If you, you know, they'll train you on everything you need to know on how to run the machinery for striping parking lots. You'll be working outside and not on your schedule. So if you want to do it part-time, you do it part-time. If you want to do it full-time, you can do it full-time. But 20 bucks an hour, that's, I mean, I'm not kidding you. From now till the fall, they go 12 hours. They go 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Eric Zane show math. 20 times 12 times 7. Okay. 1680 a week times 26 weeks. That's a lot of money. $43,680. Now, that's assuming they're working seven days a week. But if I know Tim... He's working seven days a week. That is a lot of cheddar. You should consider reaching out and at least getting more details. Shorelinerstriping.com. There's a video that's uh, viral right now. Somewhere in California. And uh, somebody decided to rent a Tesla and go to the steepest hill in the community and go as fast as possible and see how much big air they could get. I remember when uh, I used to be on the radio, we did a bit. Where in town can you get big air? In West Michigan. <laughs> Tons of people called in and said, oh yeah, you go to this spot on this road and you can get big air. And then people were actually doing it while we're on the air like hitting the jumps, doing this exact thing that I'm about to show you. Um, and what's crazy about this is my pal, Andy, the cripple, um, he earned that name because he did this. They got big air and the car, um, was a catastrophe. And I think somebody died and Andy broke his neck. He's a quadriplegic from that day forward. Holy shit. So this is not recommended. It's it's a miracle that we did not get fired all those years ago for the shit that we pulled. 
because that is incredibly reckless. Okay, so let's get into this one. This Tesla in a community of Echo Park, Los Angeles, gets airborne. In theory. Yeah, just like you both, I'm sure you were on your social media yesterday and you saw this viral video and you're like, how could someone even try to attempt this? And standing here atop this hill in Echo Park. Look at I'm how steep this is. Thing. It's just crazy. Here's a street behind me here. This is Baxter Street. And look how steep that. That's the ascent. <laughs> you, I'm glad the car is there. It gives you a good perspective of just how steep this is. It's got to be, I don't know, a 35 degree angle. It's ridiculous. It is. This is known as one of the steepest hills, if not one of the steep, the steepest street in L.A. The Tesla, the rented Tesla, was going about 57 miles per hour when it launched into. So now they're giving you the exact speed that you got to be at to do this. So I would say that one minute after the story aired, someone is doing this exact thing. Look, at there's another news crew there in the background. Um and as I understand it, it is uh, was all for social media. To the air, people were filming at the same time right here on this spot, and then goes down this hill and crashes into two cars. It ended real badly. Take a look. Badly? Look at this. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. That is incredible. So again, this is Baxter and Alvarado in Echo Park. It happened wow! Yesterday, that speeding test. We have uh, multiple camera angles from this. And there's some Holy. filled with other people, and then driving off in Alvarado in Echo Park. It happened around midnight yesterday. Oh my God! Launching 50 feet into the air before crashing into. Look at. <laughs> some cra trash cans into two parked cars. The driver then seen jumping into another Hoods up. filled with other people and then driving off and abandoning. The so they rented the car, no plates, destroyed this car, got into another car, took off. That car, we did speak to one of the residents whose car was smashed. His car was told as well. Take a listen. And there's some guy on YouTube, you know, getting a ton of fame and getting money from the videos and stuff. And it just seems like it kind of sets a bad precedent, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Well, the person who calls himself Dominicus has been bragging about this stunt on social media. He was eating what appeared to be a cannabis gummy before the stunt. And he said on social media, LAPD didn't like my stunt. Holy shit, did you see that? Look, I'm famous himself dominicus has been bragging about this stunt on social media he was eating what appeared to be a cannabis gummy before the stunt. i like how they make a big deal about that look at the stills of this and he said on social media lapd wow. didn't like my stunt look i'm famous you better pay my bail meantime lapd what? central traffic division also tweeted late last night we are asking the public to no longer send us any more tips regarding the stunt they've reached out to the driver on his social media account we are asking any other witnesses to come forward that driver could face a misdemeanor hit and run charge uh just look at that my God. It's a misdemeanor, Sandra and Tony, but a lot of people who live on the street say, look, someone could have gotten hurt. The driver himself could have gotten killed. A pedestrian could have gotten killed, and certainly the car could have smashed into a home. We'll send it back to you. Yeah, no question about it, Bobby D. Uh, obviously something that's uh, that's very dangerous and just wasteful. Mm -hmm, absolutely. Perfectly good car. <laughs> All for attention. Right. All right. So, uh, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Oh, fuck. Everybody is just killing these guys. Okay, yes, 
dangerous. Um, Free is our also awesome. No, we can't do that. We we should not be doing stuff like that. But holy crap, was that awesome! Oh God, who hasn't wanted to do that at some time? You know, I mean, if you think about it, this is a deterrent, in my opinion, because we've all lived uh, vicariously through this guy now. We know what this is like. I think this was a public service that was offered to the community. We know that it's incredibly dangerous and it won't work out well. Uh so no one will ever attempt this ever again. I, I believe I believe that. I, no, I don't. My God. Everybody's going to do this now. If you live on this street, move. Because you're going to die. You know? Uh, houses are going to have, are going to have cars go flood. You're going to be, uh, if you sleep in the front of your house that faces the street, you're going to want to move to the back immediately. Do not go into the front of the house ever because at any given time, um, a freaking car could come flying through. Jesus. Uh, just got a confirmation from one big dick Donnie Veltman that the slam man, Jay Moore, I'll be uh, interviewing him. I'm going to record it on 2 p.m. tomorrow, and then I'll make it available. I love Jay Moore. He is in town um, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. Full house comedy. Sorry, I'm distracted. Uh, Okay. So everybody is completely pissed and shocked at this awesomeness. Um, But look, it was great. Yes, it was a bad thing. Yes, all of these people should move. Okay? Yes, all of these homes are going to be destroyed. Yes, this is against the law. But that was incredible. So it's a wash. Excuse me, I just burped badly. It sounded terrible. So, okay. I say that um, they should be given the key to the city. This is great. Okay, I'm on Patreon, and I would love to have you on there with me. Go to patreon.com slash Eric Zane. As you know, Saul talks about it. Hey, Eric. It's me, Saul, calling you back. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. New stuff going up there every single day. If it's not the Patreon bonus podcast, it's smarter than a former drug dealer trivia, whatever it may be. Uh, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Um, in fact, I've got smarter than a former drug dealer trivia today. Kevin Corbat from somewhere in North Carolina um, is taking on Dale, but I'm recording it at 11 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And the open of this show brought to you by the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Reach out to Mario if you need a mortgage from anywhere in the U.S., 231-332-6505. I shouldn't say anywhere in the U.S. There are four exceptions, South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. If you're in those states, you cannot take advantage of this. I don't know why. 
but that's the way it is. That's still not bad. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Um, if your credit is excellent, this is a simple process. If uh, you've got a couple of roadblocks in there, it might take a little bit more uh, finesse, if you will. NMLS number 3035, the interest rates are going up, but uh, it's all good. They're still very low, but I mean, uh, one year from now, uh, you won't be able to get a loan at the rate that you can get right now because they're going to continue to go up. Rate hikes uh, will continue to gradually uh, take place to slow the economy down. Reduce your buying power so that you're not tempted to buy homes or cars or get a line of credit so that you pull the reins a little bit. But you can still get a loan, a good loan. If you or someone you love is getting set to turn 65 or is currently already taking advantage of the Medicare system, this is for you. A free service is a Medicare checkup or planning session from Frank the Tank Fuss. 616-914-4070. That's 616-914-4070. One million percent free, okay? And after he takes a look at what you have for benefits from the government, for what you, well, the entitlement that you're supposed to have, the Medicare system, um, there is a way to screw that up, though. If you've done it yourself and filled out what you think is appropriate for the Medicare for, you, for your Medicare plan or your upcoming Medicare plan that you're about to uh, take advantage of, it's a little tricky. So you need someone in your corner to help you with that. 616-914-4070 for Frank Fuss. My Policy Shop Insurance is the name of his business. He is a Medicare Advantage Plan expert. Slam man Jay Moore in town on, let's see, Friday for two shows at the Grand Rapids Comedy Club, which is part of Creston Brewery. He's got a 7 p.m. show and a 9.30 p.m. show. Then Saturday, he has uh, two more shows at Creston Brewery, Grand Rapids Comedy Club. Get your tickets for Jay Moore. More shows coming. Also this week. Thursday, the multi-talented Rachel Feinstein is at the listening room, 7.30 on Thursday. And Friday, she's at the Park Theater, as well as Saturday, Back Alley Comedy Club in Muskegon. Friend of the show, Ricarlo Winston. He's doing stand-up at Rockford Corner Bar on Thursday. Saturday, he's at Howard City Lanes. Okay. FullHouseComedy.com for tickets to these and all of the upcoming shows. Uh, Shane Smith in the very near future. And I have heard so many great things about Shane Smith that I'm excited uh, for his appearance. People have, uh, my son especially is like, oh my God, Shane Smith is like one of my favorites. You're going to love Shane Smith, Dad. When is he coming? Is it, is it in April? Rob Little? No. Shane Smith. Shane Smith is a dude with tattoos on his face. Brad Williams. All right. I'll figure it out later. Okay. Uh, this story. 
This is a New York City teacher who's, well, she, um, okay, so March of 20 is when the world shut down just over two years ago, March of 2020. And then remember, uh, as, as the world tried to adapt, we started doing everything via Zoom, you know? After the two-week flatten the curve passed, and they're like, did we say two weeks? We meant two years. We did the two-year flatten the curve plan, which I am hoping happens again. Because this podcast um, took off during that time. I have my fingers crossed that this pandemic comes back twice as strong. If it does, okay, um, we will see more growth. So let us hope for more death. If we have more death, we will continue to grow the show. I'm kidding, you assholes. It's a fucking joke. No one's really busting my balls. I'm just getting ahead of that. Um... But in all seriousness, I, it, it does look like uh, there's another variant that um, uh, is, is percolating and about to come across the pond and fuck everything up again. And uh, That's why we need Governor Whitmer in there to give us money and to shut everything down. That's what we need to keep us safe. We need to look to her for this leadership. The troll game is strong today, if you haven't figured that out. Um, where the fuck was I? What was I going to talk about? Oh, and then so, uh, you know, with Zoom, um, people started to, like, masturbate on Zooms and do terrible things that they're not supposed to do because they think that even though uh, it, it they're, everyone can see them, they think that they now... Um, I mean, you, you see CEOs of Fortune 500 companies uh, doing Zoom calls. Uh, a guy will be sitting there doing a Zoom, and then all of a sudden there's a penis in his face, and he starts to, and he puts his mouth on it. Uh, that actually happened um, in several Zooms. Uh, you see all of this uh, the horrible people in regular walks of life just having, saying hi to their friends. And then the next thing you know, uh, someone will stand up and spread his ass cheeks and show his asshole, and then a turd comes flying right out of his ass, hits the camera, camera falls over, everybody's disgusted. That's what's taking place. This teacher in New York City at some massively uh, brainy school, she was a Spanish teacher. Um, she, wow was doing Zoom class, and she's eating, and the students are like, why, wait, she's eating on camera. That That's weird. And that really doesn't have anything to do with the next part, but then you see a bare-chested man's body behind her, and you, you see, like, from the neck down, and it just, just the uh, chest area. You don't know if he's nude or anything. And then for no particular reason... This woman turns around, and the reason why this happened is because of COVID and because Zoom. Okay, that is what is to blame for this. Oops. That's so sweet. 
I'm getting some weird audio. Um, this woman, while teaching the class, all again, all the students are watching this. And she turns around and, um, and then the students see this and the kids, here's what's great about this. The kids know when teachers are losing their minds and when they do that, they bust out their cell phones. So this is actually cell phone video from a student as she starts to suck the titty of the guy. I'm not even kidding you. So there's no sound here in this, but look at, she's just sucking his tit. And then she like does a little shimmy there. Like she enjoyed it and smiles and it's no big deal. She's eating and then sucks the guy's tit. I'm going to see it again. Okay. We pick it up right as she's doing tit suckage. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I don't, that's not really my thing, you know? And I mean, and seriously, it's so weird. I mean, if you're going to get in trouble, you might as well put your mouth on his ding dong, right? And then the guy's just there and then he kind of like, just slides out of the shot. Wow. Okay. So very strange. Well, she got in trouble for that. Well, now she's back. They let her back into the school and she's just picking up business as usual. She's been gone for like 19 months. A Manhattan uh, Spanish teacher. That's what she's a teacher of. Uh, yanked from the classroom after investigators found she sucked on the guy's titty during a Zoom class, returned to the uh, same school, stunning students who had witnessed the lewd display. One junior told the New York Post, it's weird. It's wrong. Oh, shut up. Do you know what kids put teachers through? I say this is fine. This is no big deal. Who cares? Nowadays, I mean, every single student in this school has probably had two in the rectum. So, I mean, kids are crazy these days. So, I, I mean, kids are having sex earlier than ever. I mean, most children have had sex by five or six. So, I don't even want to hear that just because you see some teacher uh, putting her mouth, blowing off a little steam uh, to freak out the class, I think it's great. This is, this is awesome. The City Department of Education's handling of the incident, one of the uh, most truly bizarre during the pandemic, disagree, showed insens- insensitivity and a failure to communicate with students and parents. The DOE removed Amanda Fletcher, from Columbia Secondary School for Math, Science, and Engineering. So these are the, okay, now I get it. You have the uptight nerds. This is a really smart kid's school. Columbia Secondary School for Math, Science, and Engineering. So they might be late bloomers. Okay, now a traditional public school, all of everything I've said is true. By the time they're in first grade, they've experienced more sexually than you or me. And we're old. And that's horrible, but that's just the way it is. They get it all online. Next thing you know, uh, you you have a play date with two young kids. 
You leave the room to go get a cup of coffee. You come back, they're nude. It's horrible. And that's just the way it is. And that's disgusting. And I hate that. The DOE removed teacher Amanda Fletcher from Columbia School uh, after investigators found she, quote, engaged in an inappropriate sex act while remotely instructing her class. This is all bullshit. Look at her. You can tell she's a free spirit. I mean, look at the look on her face. Okay? She's like, that's the look of a woman who's like, man, I can't wait to go. That's the way you teach kids. You get their attention. You know, before you teach them about whatever, you start with by drinking a martini. And by the way, this picture right here, that's not actually a martini in the martini. It's a different substance. <laughs> you don't see the group of nude guys also in this picture. See that look on her face? That's a look of joy when she's about to guzzle the, mar- the martini. Okay. Uh, during the lesson, Professor Fletcher, as students call her, sat at the kitchen table eating spaghetti with a shirtless man standing behind her. She appeared to suckle on the nipple while rocking back and forth, turned to the cam- camera, smiled, and wiggled her shoulders. Yes, it's joy. The special commissioner of investigation for city schools reported. I mean, can you imagine trying to explain that? I mean, she looks like the type that would say, yeah, so what? So what? Oh, my God, are you seeing what I'm seeing? A student in the class asked a friend. She was eating pasta full on. (laughs) Then a half-naked guy came on. (laughs) After taking her mouth off the man's chest, Fletcher did her little shimmy. The student recalled she wasn't hiding it. It was a a look-at-me kind of thing. Well, yes. Well, guess what? You kids do the same damn thing, so shut up. What would you rather have? A student punch a kid in the face or uh, Mrs. Fletcher... Suck that guy's titty. Uh, one student recorded the scene, shared the video with other kids. Again, I cannot. I, 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 it's such a crazy world we live in. I think about to the most explicit thing that I ever saw a teacher do when I was in school. And uh, probably the most outrageous thing was that Mr. Palo would take his loafers off and just sit with his socks on because his feet hurt. And that's about it. And he would get pissed off and throw me around the room. True story, man. This guy, I was such a dick that I identified the students with asthma. I am not kidding you. Uh, Kristen Majeski and Jenny Markuzic and Debbie Pasco. I would identify the students that I knew had asthma. And then... Um, I would take the erasers and bang them together and blow it right into their faces. Well, Palo saw that, and oh, my God, did he kick my ass. Just grab me by the shirt and throw me around like a fucking rag doll. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to take punishment. Go home. Mom, Mr. Palo kicked my ass. What did you do? Well, I tried to uh, cause uh, Kristen Majeski, Jenny Markuzic, or I'm sorry, Kristen uh, Gryaski, Jenny Marku. Did I say Majestic? Uh, Gryaski and uh, Jenny Markuzic and Debbie Pasco to have an asthma attack. Oh, you dumb fuck. And then she would kick my ass too. So I don't want to hear about any of this. You're traumatized by this. Come on. 
Palo, if my desk was messy and he was having a bad day, he would grab the desk and lift it and take it out in the hall and just throw it. It was incredible. And then the shit goes everywhere. Clean it up. My God. Why is Troy Ginzer calling me? Can I call you later? Um, now Professor Fletcher is back. Guess who's back? 17 months later, she is back teaching. They're in the classroom and then here they are all these months later, she is back. And this is great news. You see, you cannot fire teachers. Teachers can actually kill people. And they, even if they're, um, they go to prison they will, they're not fired. This is true. Um, I find this whole situation nauseating. It's beyond a slap in the face, says some mom. Are you kidding me? Shut up. But Principal Miriam Nightingale claimed her hands were tied. You see, this is what I'm talking about. The decision to return Amanda Fletcher to service was not made at the school level. She said in an email, I cannot change her assignment to our school and I cannot bar her from the building. You have, you see, teachers, um, sometimes a teacher will complain that they're underpaid and that they're overworked and that they don't have enough money and they have to dip into their own pockets to buy school supplies and things like that. And what you need to do, hold on a second, let me close the window here. Because I'm, re- I'm about to go crazy. Since my neighbor's an educator, we can't have this happening. Um, what most teachers forget is they have the world. I mean, they're in charge of the world. Okay. These people watch our kids, so they can't lose their job. So if you ever catch a teacher complaining about anything, you need to slap the shit out of them. Just slap the taste right out of their mouth because, um, they get paid and to do this job. And they will have the job that's guaranteed job for the rest of their lives. In the local district that supports our teachers right now, entry-level job is 48000 It tops out at about $86,000 a year if you're there for 30 years. So, nah, nobody's getting rich. But you do get summers off, okay? Fuck, you could work, uh, you know, nine months of the year. And then go stripe parking lots and make a fortune with shoreline or striping. And you can suck some guy's titty and you don't get fired. You can do anything if you are a teacher. You have diplomatic immunity. So I have had it with teachers complaining. Shut up. Everybody knows you can do whatever you want. The mom was livid. I don't care where the woman goes, but give us a heads up. What? You just needed to be no. You you just needed to be told. Let the kids know, because they did their duty by talking to investigators, and then suddenly she's back in their faces. Oh come on! 
Do you know how much porno your children watch during class? Quit acting like this is that there's some delicate flowers that had something terrible happen to them. If I have a student, uh, if one of my kids is a student and I find out that the teacher sucks some guy's titty on the Zoom, I'm saying she should be given a raise. The boldness to garner the attention of the student body with that maneuver is absolutely fantastic. I applaud Professor Fletcher. Uh, The mom who asked to remain anonymous to protect her daughter's privacy said she called the superintendent and chancellor's offices repeatedly, but got a runaround. So she called a reporter, of course, on Wednesday, a day after the post asked about Fletcher's return the Department of Education sent Fletcher to a district office, a spokeswoman, a spokeswoman said. Before returning to the school, Fletcher settled the misconduct charges by agreeing to irrevocably resign effective July 1, officials said. A DOE spokeswoman would not explain why Fletcher was sent back to the school until then. Yeah, I don't know either. And uh, truth be told, she probably... We'll have a difficult time getting a job going forward. But, I mean, come on now. Our kids have seen worth worse. I said worth worse. I mean, it's not the end of the world. Full support for Professor Fletcher. She's probably going to start an OnlyFans page, which I have a story about an, Only, an OnlyFans page coming up here, too. All right. That is the tale of Professor Fletcher. Tag accounting. I just heard from Troy. He's calling me. What do you want? 616-301-9516 for tag accounting. Online at tagcpa.net. Hands in website. Uh, Still time. It's the 22nd of March. When is tax day? I always ask this question. When is tax day? Monday... April 18th, still plenty of time. No matter where you are in the U.S., do this. You've been putting off your taxes. You don't want to do it. I don't blame you. Uh, You know, you got a whole weekend's worth of work. You're wondering if you're doing it right. You're plugging in figures into some stupid online program that you shouldn't have paid for in the first place. Fuck that. If you, hopefully you haven't paid for that yet. Uh, don't do that. Have a professional human being do the taxes for you. Don't do it yourself. Tagcpa.net. Um, unbelievable professional. You have the power of his team behind you. Yeah, no matter where you are, you just upload your information via his online portal and he can take care of your return no matter what state you live in. If you live uh, here in West Michigan, I saw Joe Pellerito went and saw... Troy, I saw that um, uh, Jacob Bennett went over there and visited Troy. That's very cool of you. Thank you for supporting the sponsors. Boyd in Indiana had Troy do his taxes. And you can too. 616-301-9516 or online at tagcpa.net. If you need any type of lubrication for your vehicles, go to jmsynthetics.com. Once you're there, shop by product or by vehicle or piece of equipment and um, and get the goods. I just had a uh, couple of jugs of oil sent my way, an oil filter and an air filter for the embellisher. It's that simple.
Uh, on the website, you'll see a phone number, 616-747-0233. Call or text that. That is Jason Mays's direct line. Say, hey, I need this. And then, okay, it shows up at your door. It's that simple. JM Synthetics, online at jmsynthetics.com. Go to the website, jmsynthetics.com. Figure out what you want. Call or text the number, and you're done. Another great professional that is part of the Eric Zancho podcast marketing family. A and E, heating and cooling. It's time to start thinking about A and E, heating and cooling. It won't be long till it is getting warm and sweltering here in West Michigan. So you need the AC tuned up. Get on the schedule so that uh, that is taken care of before the days turn warm. You can just pop that thing on once you get it tuned up. If you um, just flip it on minus the tune-up, you run the risk of something um, terrible happening. It's a very sensitive piece of equipment. And, hell, you could have a freaking mouse's nest in there, and that would be horrible. Or a squirrel's nest or something like that. They chew on the wires. I'm not even kidding. Boom. You turn on on the juice. You got dead squirrel in there. That's no fun. And everything, your motherboard's fried. Don't have that happen. It needs to be cleaned every single year. Call uh, 616. Do you hear that? Call uh, call 616-516-8579 and schedule your appointment. Okay. I'm going to introduce you to an OnlyFans model who is uh, works very hard for her customers. She's known online as Ruby May. She's 25. She has a freakishly large, gargantuanly massive set of boobs. Um, so I'm going to show you a picture of her wearing a bikini. And it's a bikini top that would fit on a girl who has uh, no boobs. So it's ridiculous how it looks. So some of you guys might even get a partial boner from this. So here you go. Uh, there it is. That's that's her. That's enough. Those are huge bazooms. She's from Sydney, Australia. Um. She has a rare condition that um, is causing trouble in her brain, okay? And uh, she had to get surgery on her brain. I'll, I'll, I'll deal you in as to what she's doing. She is actually, while she's recovering from her surgery, laying in the hospital bed, she's still taking pictures of her boobs and posting them. So she is totally uh, providing the content going above and beyond. She is not even taking a break. And guys are turned on at looking at her head scar and her boobs. Surgery. There she is. So if I had had this fluid build up in my spine, like all at once, I wouldn't be able to walk anymore. I'd be paralyzed. But because. 
Oops. As it's been building up my entire life, my body's like learned to live with it. And if it kept going, you can get paralyzed. Look at this. Like, look at that. To get the that. Look at that ridiculous cleavage. I mean, it looks. I've got the urge to park a bicycle. Holy shit! To not because I don't really want to. I don't like that. I'm not a big boob guy. I'm not into that. So it looks just. It looks uh, freakish to me. Hello. I am having brain surgery in early February. Smart as a whip. So yeah, um, <laughs> that's a fun little exciting moment. Just a silly goofy thing that I have to do. Okay, this is her. She's posting pictures of her titties while she just. No way. That's weird. That's weird. Okay, so I guess that's dialed up for her. Um, okay. Holy shit. Look at this. You think you think I'm kidding? Wow. Her head all stapled shut. Yikes. And she continues uh to take pictures from her bed. More on her. And by the way, this is great for her. This is this is smart. Um to be because otherwise no one would be talking about this. All she had to do was take a couple pictures of her of her boobs um, while she's laying in the bed, and then more people that otherwise would not have heard about her um, are going to uh, check her page out. So you know, I, I snarkily said, "Yeah, smart as a whip," but I think she might. She's definitely smart about this. Um, Ruby May, according to this article, kept it sexy. While she was in the hospital, taking not safe for work snaps while in recovery for days and posting a steady stream on her fan page. I can never bring myself to stop working. And I took nudes in the bed in my hospital gown the day after surgery. She had been dealing with frequent moments of dizziness and sharp headaches that would go on for about 10 seconds each instance. Once May took a trip to the doctor, she found out she was diagnosed with Chiari malformation, a rare condition that occurs when an area of the skull contorts and puts pressure on the spinal column. The busty brunette has over 421,000 followers on Instagram under the handle at famous for my personality and revealed to the outlet that she's made millions on OnlyFans. But her enormous presence on the adult content subscription service has helped pay for her brain surgery. So this is great. I think it's funny because everyone thinks my life is so easy because of OnlyFans. She stated that her three-hour operation cost her $20,000 at uh, a private hospital. I, I would have thought it would have cost more. Despite her misfortune, May is grateful to be alive as she attributes her headaches as a sign from the universe. She's then decided to go for an MRI to figure out the cause of the pain. I wouldn't have thought anything of it. Uh, blah, blah, blah. She talks about how she was uh, nervous to go under the knife. It was scary waking up. Um, but uh, I guess she's good. So, you know what? Only fans, you perverts that touch your ding dong to her. 
uh, paid, have kept her alive. That's great. I guess it worked out. Um, how about it though? The fact that, I mean, if you are, um, a person like her who just has to take still photos and then you make, uh, millions of dollars on OnlyFans. If you're a person, cause it takes a toll. If you, if you think about in the adult film industry in porno, um, people that go into that business, they end up like aging very fast. It's on par with like pro wrestling. The terrible things that happen to these people. Uh, They usually get addicted to drugs and uh, they die young. It's awful. Or they look like fuck at age 40. You see some of these adult stars and they've got the body and face of like that old guy that everybody says was 163 years old. That monk dude. You see that guy? Well... That's how most adult stars look at age 40. But if you are an OnlyFans, um, if you have an OnlyFans page and you're just, you know, hold up a picture and take a picture of your boobies and you post it, you make millions of dollars. That is a lot less wear and tear on the person being photographed, you know. You get a little bit more free time because... If you're in porno, you know, you got to go to a, a, do the shoot. And if you're into into butt stuff, you got to clean out your system. And that's awful. It takes a toll on you. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, oh God, that's a little much. So, you know, I mean, it's just easier on your body. So I, I think that what's ultimately going to happen is more women are going to get out of porno or not even go into it in the first place and just do their own thing and, you know, not have to share the money with some creepy fuck who's uh, using them in that way. So OnlyFans is great for that. It is keeping people alive longer. I was thinking, wouldn't it be something if one of you did an OnlyFans page? And it's like, what I what I would see is, see it going like is this. Um, it would be like a drawing. First of all, we would have to raise money to who would win the drawing. And it, there would have to be legal documentation that would have to go with this. We would have to draw up a contract that it would be legally binding. So we come, it'd be like um, a weirdo version of a lottery. So let's say we have $50,000 pooled, which may, we might be able to pool that money up amongst aud- audience members. Okay. And then, um, so we have the money. And then we have to take uh, audience members who then want to participate. They have to be willing to do it. And let's say out of all the audience, which my audience isn't that large, but if I were to get a hundred of you who are interested and we put the name in, in the bag and then we, whoever draws it out gets the money, but has to build an OnlyFans page. I don't know if I want to see any of you doing an OnlyFans page, but that would be the payoff. You would have to actually do an OnlyFans page, and there's no getting around it. And if you try to uh, circumvent that, um, you know, you would be sued, and we would get that money back. But uh, the thing about the OnlyFans page is, 
It can't be like you doing what you want to do of you just sitting there with your clothes on. Um, we would have to spin the wheel of fetish for like each week's efforts. So, you know, you could have Patriot Nick. It lands on him. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. I got the money. And then we spin the wheel. And then the next week, there's seven guys uh, hitting him with loads in his face. So that is a very, very real thing that could happen if you spin the wheel of fetish. This is all very strange, I, I admit, but it could be fun. It is something that will never happen. <laughs> all right. So stupid. Anyway, uh, hats off to her for, uh, uh, I mean, she getting her name out there is one thing. She already makes millions of dollars on the OnlyFans, and now she's going to make millions more because of that go get them attitude one day after surgery. And she's, I don't know how turned on I would be by seeing a woman with a bandaged head. Well, I wouldn't be turned on with those enormous boobs, but a lot of people would people like that stuff. I am not a boob guy. Okay. I am into athletic women. I'll just say this right now. Boobs are not a thing, but a woman who looks like she could pole vault the empire state building and I need to I need to walk away if I see that chick. Okay, I'm like, uh, what? Oh my god, I'm out of here. So, sorry, little inside baseball there. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about um, some serious shit going on in the world. Uh, it has to do with Russia and the war going on right now. And something actually pretty damn cool about this war, I guess. It means people are going to die, but it's Russian. So, honestly, who gives a fuck? Well, I shouldn't say that. A lot of these Russian guys are, are uh, participating in this war, and they don't even know what the fuck they're fighting for. They think that there's Nazis that are running Ukraine, which is just absolutely ridiculous. We all know that. Unless you're Madison Cawthorn. He believes... That Zelensky is a thug. Boy, everybody hates that guy. How about him? I wouldn't be surprised at the next uh, big meeting of uh, of Congress. Somebody flips his ass out of that stupid fucking chair. You don't look so handsome there. Sp- uh, uh, rolling around on the ground, you fuckhead. What an asshole. Uh, but first, thank you again to Threads Podcast. Threads Podcast, life unfiltered. What are those boys up to? I've said it before and I'll say it again. These are really, really nice people. Mike and Jason. Episode 172 is the most recent episode. It uploaded on Friday. It is titled Eric Zane joins us for some unfiltered conversation. Okay, here's what happened there. I'm sitting there and uh, it's Mike's turn to start the show. They take turns. Jason started the show, and then while he starts it, you didn't hear any of that. Let me play that again. 
Hold on a second here. Idiot. I hate it when I do that. Okay, this. Hi, guys. Welcome to Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, whenever, what? Are you up? <laughs> go ahead. We change it up now. Mike's trying to change shit since Ben's gone. Okay, go. Annoyed at you. No, we're just gonna leave. So, no, I was so pissed. It's like, well, Mike didn't do anything, you fucking dummy. You did it. You're the one who forgot that it's Mike's turn to start. You can't be mad at Mike for that. I'm not leaving that in there. <laughs> Welcome to Threads Podcast Life Unfiltered. Thank you. These guys sound a lot alike. Mike sounds a lot like Jason. So much for joining us. This is a show where we talk about faith, uncomfortable conversations, and faith. I'm like. Pfft mental health jason what what in the world are we doing today so we're recording uh episode 172 with eric zane and he's been on the show before uh with a different host so that's fun and uh you gotta say with ben with you gotta ben. say with ben because then you know people get pissed when do you they yeah when you don't name them right i okay. know i have my old show when they would like treat me like lord Voldemort. oh and just not say I it would, then i would it would make me very upset okay well we know ben listens so sorry ben he does listen i'm sure i, I mean. hope so <laughs> you know he helped build it it's just yeah. too bad it got off the rails but yeah uh, with, not to, not to dig up old bones but no uh, no it's okay know. it uh what it, episode was i with you and was it could have been more than all right i'm gonna leave it right there i don't want to steal any thunder you're gonna love that that that's actually an episode that's been out for several days but <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I, I love the show and, um, there, it, it was just a good time. So threads podcast, life unfiltered, go there and listen to that show. They do about an hour a week and, uh, it's good. Fun time that. And of course my friends at just chirping, just chirping podcast. If I don't play what the fuck they did, they're going to say, hey, how come they get a, a, a spotlight on them and we don't? You're right. Episode, episode 53. They titled it Silver Linings. These boys from Just Chirpin. There you go. User sucking white skates like a figure skater, eh? Well, user like referee skates. At least figure skaters know how to skate, eh? Hey, somebody horked our clothes. <laughs> Jeez, who'd want to hork our clothes, eh? One of these knobs. Sick and tired of wearing their pajamas, eh? Oh, they're all on ice. We better report this to our boss. No, hey, let's go see if there's lost and found, eh? No, let's report it to our boss. No, lost and found is better. Just chipping. Just chipping. Just chipping. Welcome back to the Just Chirpin' Podcast with your hosts, Brent, Chris, Stefan, and Jay. This is my age, of course. <laughs> where's where's the lyrics? Welcome to the show, everybody. Hey, what the fuck was that? That one wasn't a hard stop. Yeah. <laughs> I love how you gradually do that. Nice yeah. Brent, Chris. Well, why? why? They're, they're doing Kyle Fades. That, that, a... <laughs> Stefan and Jay. Listen to this. This is my age, you, of course. You asshole. Welcome to the show, everybody. It was nice that one wasn't a hard stop. Yeah, that was, I love how you gradually do that. Nice little fade away. You do, you fade all day.
Fade away, fade all day. <laughs> Listed by age. Okay, huh? Brent is... Uh, that's Brent, okay? That's the grizzled veteran voice. That's that's lunch uh, lunch pail to work mentality guy. Okay, that's Brent. I can always tell Brent. I can always tell Stefan too. Outside of that, I gotta I gotta think a little about uh, 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 Jay and Chris. I get a little confused. Uh, so <laughs> youngest to oldest. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I think the listeners that know us personally will will uh, understand that that wasn't necessarily the case. Uh, young is still oldest. Yeah. Shut up. I hear it in my voice. Ah, so get to it. They sound pretty similar right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so a couple of things uh, to touch on before we get into this week's episode. Um, we did not. Uh, published an episode last week. Uh-huh, fuckers. Believe it or not, we did sit down and record, uh, but we had some uh, technical difficulty in the show. Jay forgot to hit record. Show sounded like shit. Oh, no! And um, we're back with you. So this is... Um, That's painful. Um, I mean, take it from me, a guy who sometimes will play stuff and then you can't hear it or something wonky happens because I didn't hit the right button. Oh no, that's a terrible feeling. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Uh, just chirpin online, just chirpin.com. All right, that's enough of that. That's enough of that. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, in the uh, ongoing war. So now you have, um, Whoever's staying is staying. A lot of people that uh, leave Ukraine, I mean, millions of people have fled the country. They go to other countries and they basically have to start over. So imagine that. Imagine you doing what you did for a living and then you have to walk to Canada. And once you're there, you're given refugee status, new identification. You have to then tap into their social services to get a place to live uh, let's say you do lawn care. You then have to get a job. You then have to, you're starting over. Um, displaced from your country. As this long war draws uh, on and on and on. You know, and, and uh, you know, as we, the U.S. has just granted uh, close to a billion dollars in aid for Ukraine to fight this war. Now, Ukraine's technology in fighting this war is quite good. And I wanted to share with you something that uh, the U.S. did in addition to uh, part of the package that they just sent. They're sending a large number of these devices called switchblades. Okay. So what is a switchblade? Uh, when, when they hold it, it just looks like kind of like a rickety uh, 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 cylinder, if you will. So what the um, military guys will do in Ukraine is they will put it in this tube and then they, they fire it like a mortar. Now, the switchblade will travel like 20 miles and then it will find its target and it will blow up. But there's a little more to it than that. When you fire the switchblade, wings pop out. It's a drone. And there's a camera, okay? And there's a guy who's guiding it. And it's small and fast. 
It travels about a hundred, well, not fast. It's about a hundred miles an hour. And it, it fucking, you, you find your target and then it delivers an explosion like the size of like a landmine and they're cheap. They cost 6,000 per. I was so stoked about this. This thing is so fucking cool. It's like, I want one of these son of a bitch. Uh, I've got a video to share with you of the switchblade in action. This is what we just sent over there. That's a javelin right there. That thing is awesome too. We've talked about that. This dude, all he has to do is press a button and it takes off. And then he throws that on the ground and goes and has a smoke. It's already figured out its target and it's, it just, it goes right to it and strikes a tank on top, the weakest armor point and blows it up. It's fucking amazing. Okay. Uh, this is, um, the switchblade in action to as quote, tactical unmanned aerial systems. Watch Two this. congressional officials told NBC News today that those tactical unmanned aerial systems are actually something called switchblade drones, similar to the ones that you'd see uh, here. They're portable, Look at low-cost, single-use weapons that can stri- That's it. strike enemy targets from miles away and fly much faster than the Turkish drones that Ukraine has been using to date. <laughs> These U.S. switchblade drones are also small enough that they cannot be detected by most <laughs> air defense systems. Well, who knew war would be so much fun? Holy shit. That is fucking cool. Um, so here's what gets me. Ukraine didn't have that. Now they do. They got it from us. Okay? And... If you're Russia, what's keeping these assholes from bombing us? This is what scares me right now. Okay? This uh, this uh, bit of equipment has the ability to obliterate entire groups of soldiers that are just trying to do their things and, you know, kill people. And one guy could be in charge of all of this shit from miles away. It is, the warfare has absolutely changed. Meanwhile, you got the Russians are clumsy and bumbling and fumbling, just kind of storming in and they're getting their asses kicked. Yes, Russia keeps uh, bombing all these soft targets and things like that. But uh, this is this is why they're describing this as a an, an unwinnable war. Um, if you look, that's the camera on the switchblade so basically you just let it go and then they go all right let's just it's like playing a fucking video game it's so awesome how cool is that first developed to counter insurgents in afghanistan the switchblade has become a staple of the u.s military's conventional and special operations arsenals and then there's stories about all the russians are launching hypersonic missiles at uh, orphanages. And that's not doing anything, though. The hypersonic missile is largely ineffective. It's almost not equipped to blow up targets like that for some reason. And so they said that it's it's just kind of a mess, and a lot of people are suggesting that Russia is firing hypersonic missiles just to show the world they have hypersonic missiles. So 
This is kind of like a shit or get off the pot. Uh, this is what concerns me about Russia. Are they going, is this going to lead to them firing nuclear weapons? And that's like, boy, you know, as, as we keep feeding the Ukrainians the best of technology to fuck up the Russian military with one guy from 25 miles away who's just firing and then holding up a, a remote control and blowing up tank regiments. Um, as they send over 100 switchblade tactical unmanned systems, they are known as kamikaze drones that, according to this, will make life for Russian troops miserable. There's two versions, switchblade 300 and switchblade 600. Switchblade 300 is like a flying claymore, which is an anti-personnel mine made out of C4 explosive and hundreds of small metal ball bearings. You can't even hear it coming to Next thing you know, you got a plane sticking out of your chest that blows up. Designed specifically to take out infantry and artillery targets. Truly tactical. Two feet long, five pounds. Switchblade launch from a tube akin to a mortar, speed of 100 miles an uh, an hour. Um, Actually, I said a longer range. This one can only fly for 15 minutes or six miles, but that's perfect for what they want to do. And then the 600 is a 24-mile range, cruising speed of 70, uh, but that weighs 120 pounds with an explosive charge similar to that of the Javelin anti-tank missile. The Switchblade 600 designed to take take out tanks and armored targets. You have Steve Jobs to thank for this. If we didn't have the iPhone, we wouldn't have this. This is fucking sweet. They're called loitering munitions. They have an onboard sensor with GPS to guide them to the target. And some guy playing a video game 10 miles away said, hey, let's go blow up some tanks. They can also record the video so you can see it all happen as it gets closer and closer. You can actually see it go into the mouth of some Russian asshole. You can see that dangly thing at the back of his throat when it... Boom! Oh, my God. It also, if they fire it, it has what's known as a wave-off function. You just hit a button and it veers and it aborts. So if they're flying it into the target... And suddenly, as it flies, it take a little bit of time to get there, uh, a school bus pulls up next to it and is going to be in the crosshairs. You can just abort it, wave it off, you know? No goal! And it will not strike the target to prevent any civilian casualties. Oh, I want to be in the army. I want to be, I want to be fighting in Ukraine. Ugh. Here's another uh, picture of the switchblade. Look at this thing. This little propeller spins. $6,000. My God, I would love to see this. I would love to fire this. Even if I'm just, you know, doing a test flight of this thing. Holy cow. Um. U.S. Special Operations Command has been using this since the early 2010s. It's just kind of getting publicity now. Uh, a contract was awarded to Aero Environment. 
a $20 million contract for the Switchblade 600. Buy your Aerovironment stock now. We've been using switchblades for some time now. They're really effective downrange because they put distance between the operator and its target. It was really effective in Syria and Iraq against ISIS. A Green Beret assigned to a National Guard unit told Insider. ISIS fighters often attempted to take out special operations teams or their forward operating bases with car bombs. On some rare occasions, we would use switchblades to take them out en route. It's also a good option for urban warfare because you can be very precise and avoid collateral damage, added the Green Beret, who was not authorized to speak to the media, but I'm glad they did. There's also um, um, the MQ-9 Reaper, which is another bit of U.S. military insanity. That's this son of a bitch which actually flies at a very high rate of speed and will fire, uh, if you notice here, um, in this area, these are Hellfire missiles, and there's four of them. So, And it actually can dogfight. This drone can actually dogfight against a fighter jet. Not that well, but still, you can have a dogfight with a guy on a remote control on on an aircraft carrier. How sweet is this? But again... This all goes back to we are in a war right now with Russia. We're using our equipment, and they are doing the heavy lifting. So that's what concerns me. What is to keep Vladimir Putin from launching something terrible our way, ending life as we know it? Very, very concerning and scary to your old pal Eric Zane. But until then, I'll just hope that uh, all's well that ends well, I guess. That uh, drone I just showed you, $56 million. And the Hellfire missile that it fires, each one is over $100,000. And a switchblade is $6,000. Hey, buy some stock in that company right now. How do, why did they only send a hundred of those over? What's the math on that? Is that $600,000? Yeah. It sent like a million of them over. Every man, woman, and child, you know, for every person that lives there, just fire it off and then you play the video game. I mean, can you imagine if um, every, it's like a, a, a coordinated... Uh, guerrilla warfare tactic with children at the helm blowing up everything in sight with these things. If a million switchblades come raining down from the sky at one time, the war is effectively over, is it not? We'll do it. What the fuck are you waiting for? My God. All right. That way you can tell warships, yeah, go fuck yourself, and they can't blow you up. Can you imagine if those guys who were on that snake island, remember when the war started, they're like, ah, go fuck yourself, and everybody said they died, but they didn't? If they had these things, they could launch like 50 of them and fuck that boat up so quickly. Holy shit. That boat sank, by the way. So They actually did sink that boat somehow. Okay. Uh, I want to get to this, too. Um, Putin, I know a lot of you love fake news. Okay, 
So for those of you who love it, you'll be able to relate to this. Okay. Um, Putin and his fake news propaganda campaign that he is um, putting forth to the Russian people and, and a number of them believe that actual actual Nazis have taken over Ukraine. One of the things he's doing is saying that um, three U.S. military were killed in action. And that's been a big because they, they hate us. We hate the West. We hate the West. And they, they even showed names and faces of U.S. military killed. Now you're thinking, well, uh, are they in action? Are they in country? Are there, what is going on here? Why would they do this? From what I'm understanding, I think they just took three random military um, people and, and got their profiles online and then s- splashed it all across state run media sources in Russia saying these three got killed, these three uh, American soldiers. But the problem is the three are like, well, no, I, I'm here at home. I'm, I'm in Tennessee. Three current and former members of the Tennessee National Guard uh, were identified in a Russian media report as mercenaries who were killed in Ukraine. And, well, they're not dead. They're, nothing happened. Um, as President Joe Biden ordered the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Ukraine prior to Russia's invasion of the country. Um, Well, and I said that wrong. President Harris telling Joe Biden to order the withdrawal of U.S. troops from Ukraine prior to Russia's invasion of the country as part of a broader effort to avoid a direct confrontation with Russia. But the report published in Russia's Pravda identified the Americans by name and gave military ranks for each of the fake news citing information from pro Russian militia in Ukraine's Donsk. Do I say Donsk? Donsk? The report even offered an intricate explanation for how the three were identified using items from a backpack Quote, near the remains of the militants, including a Tennessee state flag. Tennessee National Guard has responded. They said, though all of our members are racist, we are aware of the fake news coming out of Russia. Some of that statement is true said Tracy O'Grady, a spokesperson for the larger U.S. National Guard. The Tennessee Guard said in a statement, they are accounted for safe and back participating in lynchings in Tennessee. Some of that is true. As the article headline erroneously states, U.S. mercenaries killed in Donsk People's Republic. A U.S. official speaking on condition of anonymity, said two of the men are still in the National Guard of Tennessee and in the state of Tennessee. The other man had left the service but was alive and accounted for and is the Grand Wizard of the Klan and not in Ukraine. So that's what Russia is doing. 
The National Guard speculated the militia picked the three men while reviewing official imagery associated with a 2018 deployment by Tennessee's 278th Armored Cavalry Regiment to Ukraine, suggesting all three had at one point been there. Quote, all members of the Tennessee National Guard returned safely to their homes, to their home state in 2019 to further uh, alienate and persecute black people and Jews in Tennessee. According to the statement. Russia on Sunday attacked the main base where prior to Biden's pullout, the U.S. military had long trained Ukrainian forces had fired air launch cruise missiles from Russian airspace at the Yavoriv International Center for Peacekeeping and Security. That was the base that was um, right by the Polish border that pissed everybody off. That wasn't last Sunday. It was the Sunday before. It was an old story. All right. Some of that story is true. Most of it is true. I would say all of it. Okay, where are we here? Oh, my God. Um, Did you see the footage of, this is going to be tough to watch, the Chinese uh, plane crash? My God. Look at this. This is a still image. You see that vertical image with the clouds as a backdrop? See, typically planes are supposed to be horizontal going this way, you know, left to right. Instead, it's going up, down. You couldn't get a more straight into the ground. You often wonder, I, now I've never seen this before. This is a very rare thing to actually capture it happen. And then it goes behind these bushes. And then there you go. So um, the plane, everybody's dead. 132 people were on board. And then um, that is the moment. In fact, let me uh, pull this up. I don't speak Chinese. But these people are uh, doing a little narrating here of this clip right here. Look at that. What the fuck? Holy shit. Let me back this up here. I don't know why I'm so fascinated by this. It's 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 like a morbid curiosity. That is enough to make you never want to fly on a plane again. I can't imagine what it's like. I mean, you got the front of the plane. I mean, I'm guessing people are strapped in. So the, they're, 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 they're looking straight down like a bad ride at Cedar Point. Uh, my only hope is that they lost consciousness. I mean, it fell 29,000 feet in like a minute and a half. It was just going straight down. My God. Hi. 
Tay lô tô vậy Here they are like looking for the black box that guy just said fuck this did you hear that the guy actually said fuck this I heard that the guy hates broccoli he just said fuck broccoli all right. Now, these guys here, um, they've been ordered to get over there and clean that shit up. And if they don't hurry, uh, their families are going to be killed. And, and look at how quickly they respond. You got to give China credit. If they say jump, the people say how high. These guys were like working regular jobs. All these guys, they were working at various fast food, uh, different industries, perhaps automotive, um, social workers, lawn care, and then every person in China has one of these suits, you see? And if they call out your number, you get like buzz. You have like a pager. This is all true. And then they have to get to the transport station. And if they don't, they fire one of those switchblades, and then the house is destroyed, and you're dead. So, I mean, frankly, we should have this going in the U.S., and that would alleviate um, all the problems we've had in the past two years with you troublemakers. Um, we would not have had as many people dying. We wouldn't have had to shut down our restaurants. We wouldn't have had the problems that we've had. I, if we had this type, if those freedoms were taken away from you, like they should be, we would have a, a we'd had a wonderful time. Well, the whole world would have been sick and we would have been healthy and happy, you know? Look at this. These guys, they're scared shitless. Get your ass in there, fucker. Go clean that shit up. These guys, they all got pants full of shit because they're scared so badly that their house is going to get blown up. They don't get over there and they hey, because, in fact, you pick up your phone and it says, you guys, go clean up that shit right now. And don't talk to anybody or you're dead. Look at these guys here. They all smell like shit because their pants are full of shit. And they're like, what do we do? Like, I don't know. Just clean, clean up everything. So that's how it is. I, I tell you what. The Chinese have it made. That is spectacular. That mobilization, how quickly. The one guy was probably a butcher. I think the other guy was a veterinarian. They just have to leave the regular job. And then, uh, you know, off they go. Man, fantastic. All right. Man, that is impressive. Okay, folks. I have the asshole of the day coming up here. I'm looking forward to sharing that with you. Uh, before I continue, though, it's important that I point out that yesterday I lost my shit and did not. I was very unprofessional. And I want you to know that when I some when I apologize, I've told you that I never, ever 
mean it. And I don't mean this either. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding you. I actually have to break the wall. This is what you do. You, you, you break the wall and you say, yeah, that was, uh, I let, I don't know what, what my deal was. It was, uh, a, a moment of weakness and assholishness that made everybody uncomfortable. And I, I don't like that. I'm what would much rather be happy. And so would you. I screamed at Kenny. I screamed at Amanda. I was all, oh, I'm so angry. I'm so mad. I'm so bad. And that is not okay. I am so sorry about that. And uh, in a rare moment, I have to take back asshole of the day. I never, ever uh, do that. And, and Well, I've never done that. I've never taken it back. But I actually have to take it back. And I think that that's... And some of you might be like, no, fuck them. No, no, no. I, I think that that's, that's fair. So I am giving myself the asshole of the day. It was a horrible display. And I'm, I, I regret it. But I'm done with it. And I'm moving on. And I'm sorry I put you through that. That was horrible. All right? Maybe one day they will earn that, but they did not earn it yesterday. That was not earnable. That was just a hothead asshole moment. That's all it was. Asshole. I am. My neighbors would tell you that. Thank you for forgiving me by coming back here and patronizing this show. All right. Before I announce the asshole of the day, which yesterday was Eric Zane. Coming up, um, well, actually, March is National Kidney Month. And I've been doing a lot of uh, interviews with uh, various sweet souls. Um, The most recent is Eric Metamar. Okay. Eric needs a kidney. Go to kidneybeggar.com for more information about how you can help. Yes, I am actually saying I need one of you to give him a kidney. Wow, that's a big ask. And the, and a big ass. But some of you might be moved, so I, I'm throwing it out there as much as possible. Just like I had the goal of trying to find a home for Rusty, I have a goal in mind through exposure and talking about it, to get a kidney for Eric Metamar. Uh, You can get more information at kidneybeggar.com. K-I-D-N-E-Y-B-E-G-G-A-R. Every single one of you is like, no, not me. No, not me. No, I can't do it because I've got this wrong with me. No, I can't do it. I can't. Yes, you. Well, you can try. Just go there and fill out the form. That's all I'm asking. Let them decide. If you can't, all right, have a little faith. Save this man's life, please. Um, But technically, that isn't what this is about. This is about um, Gift of Life Michigan, which is different than Living Donor. Gift of Life Michigan is about if you have an untimely passing, okay, your organs are given to someone you are donating your organs it is a hero's moment for you after you pass the most recent thing i posted was yesterday 
when I sh- um, shared the interview on Facebook, I had three people with me via Zoom. None of them sucked anyone's nipple. I had Wendy and Nick, who are the mother and brother of Cody, who passed almost six years ago. Also with me was Chris, who received Cody's heart. Okay, so I had them all in to talk about the whole dynamic of that. To put a spotlight on being an organ donor. Please go to giftoflife.org for more information. This is the easiest thing you're going to do all day. I'm sorry, giftoflifemichigan.org. I do that every time. My apologies. Giftoflifemichigan.org. Click where it says become a donor. And then that opens up. Then you go right here to register now. And then this form opens up and that's it. Um, I'm sorry. You click join today. So there's three clicks you have to make. I'm fucking this whole thing up. It was, it was easier last time I did this. the fuck become a donor all right two ways to sign up register now via the secretary anyway if you go here to a gift of life michigan.org it's all spelled out for you very very simple process so because you can't take it with you so please save a life your last gift to the world as you leave us and i know that's weird to talk about weird to think about but still it's something that every uh person in michigan needs to do who is of age please 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 donate your organs. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Michigan is for some reason, a really long wait time to get a kidney. I talked about that with Eric Metamar and with Chris, Nick and Wendy. It's like five, six years, five, seven years. Most States. It's like two. I don't know what's going on there. All right. Thank you. Gift of life, Michigan. Blue Frost IT is the managed IT service provider for the Eric St. Show podcast. If you work for the woman or for the man, and you know that the boss is looking to upgrade the tech, um, pull them aside and say, there's a company that we should tell what we need to called Blue Frost IT on a free complimentary consultation. Take it 30 minutes. They're going to price out everything we need, the appropriate equipment for what we do to make our business run, boss. Okay? Small or medium-sized business. That way, you don't just rush to the store and just buy stuff off the shelf sight unseen. You don't know what you're buying. I don't know what megahertz and gigahertz and twigahertz and terabytes and fucking processing is. I have no idea. You don't either. So don't just go to Amazon and buy some fucking thing that you think is great and because you read a Google review. Okay, get a complimentary consultation about all the stuff you're going to need. Monitors, printers, routers, all that stuff. Keyboards, mice, mouse, all that stuff. Everything you need. Blue Frost IT. Call or text 616-285-50. Bluefrostit.com. There's gun school coming up with Prince Arming. The last Saturday in March is when the next gun class takes place. It's Saturday, starts at 8 in the morning, and uh, this is great. 
All you have to do is click on the Prince Arming logo at ericzaneshow.com. Once you get to the page, uh, click more and then events. Okay? Take a look at this. This is how this works. Okay. You're on the Prince Arming Facebook page. You click more and then events. Uh, did I say last Saturday? I'm lying. It's this Saturday, 8 a.m. CPL CCW class in Allendale, Michigan. You can be like all these guys. Where's that picture of Lucas? Uh, usually there's a picture here of Luke Witkowski, who just got traded yesterday from the Red Wings. Uh, he's from Holland, Michigan. He got He carries his pistol thanks to Prince Army. Where's that picture of Luke? I don't know. I guess it's not here. Well, where is it? Got a big gnarly beard. Here he is. This is uh, Luke Witkowski. He just got traded to the St. Louis Blues. He's wearing his USA hockey gear. He's got his pistol license thanks to Prince Army. It's, if it's good enough for, for Luke Witkowski, it's good enough for you too. Seriously, though, he got traded yesterday. I was really bummed out about that. All right. Uh, if you want more information about gun school, and if you can't make this class, you can go to the next one. He does them once or twice a month. 616-204-1705. Asshole of the day. Asshole of the day. If you have any suggestions... My eyes are burning from toxic air. The resurrection of the NFK's feet. Name problems at the YMCA. A refund from the governor. Uh, I'm demanding you give yours back if you do not support her. I'm also opening up the bidding. I will take $2,001 from any uh, candidate who wants to beat Whitmer, and then I will endorse you. That includes Donna Let's Go Brandenburg. Dear Meathead is Wednesday. A Tesla took an awesome jump. Nipple suck teacher. Brain surgery only fans. The switchblade. I introduced you to that. Told you all about that. Russia's fake news uh, campaign. The China plane crash. And whatever else we talked about. Who is your asshole of the day? Could it be the school board that said the lady has to... No, I don't know about that. The lady who's offended that the mom... That the teacher was sucking the nipple? I don't know. I don't know if I have an asshole today. I guess... The guy who fucking jumped the Tesla. But I kind of love that guy. So, all right. Kind of weak. Tesla jumper. Everybody's got a problem with that. I support that type of behavior. That was a good move. Nobody died. Everyone goes, someone could have died. Yeah, nobody died. No one died. Some Tesla got destroyed. No big deal. That's why baby Jesus made insurance. All right, folks, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. The Patreon bonus podcast a little later on. Smarter than a former drug dealer trivia happens uh, at 11 today. Hi, Eric. 
Hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Thank you to Saul for his voice work. Classic voice work. All right. Until next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.